1: Welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Lacey, here with Mella,
2: Josh, and
1: Who? Before we get started, please go whatever platform you're on, like, subscribe, rate us. It really helps us on Apple Podcasts, but anywhere you're listening, go do those things. It's almost my birthday. It would be very nice. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit nervous about today's episode, but I brought reinforcements. He's been on the podcast before for our special Oscars episode. Please give a warm welcome to one of my very best friends, Samuel Erdahl. Oh, ow, ow.
3: hello, hello, hello! Thank you for having me again. First of all, thank you for bringing me back. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for coming back.
3: Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime.
1: So Sam has been on our podcast before because he is our friend group's aficionado when it comes to the Oscars. He can tell you any best actor, actress, movie, supporting actress, supporting actor from any Oscar movie literally ever. And because of his love of the Oscars, he actually has his own podcast. Um, So, Sam, do you want to tell us about yourself? Tell us about the pod?
3: Yes, I do. So, I have a podcast with my friend Rance where we are right now going back in time and we're watching every Best Picture winner in chronological order and we just kind of talk about why we think that movie maybe won the Oscar over some of the different nominated films. The podcast is The Envelope, Please. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on social uh instagram at the envelope please podcast and on twitter at please envelope we'd love to have you come and listen
1: i guess we should just kick it off with what what are we fighting about today Lacey? Lacey. Lacey. oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Lacey,
0: we are fighting about shakespeare in love and
4: saving private brian
0: how many write me a sonnet, Will?
2: Meet young Will Shakespeare. I have a sonnet to write. Sonnet? You mean a play? He's out of luck.
1: I say this theatre is closed. Notice will be posted. Out of money. I'm still on money for this play. What is money to you and me?
3: And out of ideas.
1: I hear you have a new play for the curtain. What's it called? Romeo Nethel, the pirate's daughter.
2: Hmm. Until she came into his world. Who is she? Dream on, Will.
1: I heard you were a poet.
2: I was poet till now. Shakespeare.
4: Dear Mr. Brian Boyd, no doubt by now you have received full information about the untimely death of your son. However, there are some personal details believe that I believe very strongly no word words of mine can ever He was a fine one. soldier, regarding
0: the circumstances leading the to his death. Felt yes.
4: his loss tremendous. Robert's God's commanding God, officer... heroic service yes. to he his is country. Is a great soldier, dedicated
3: friend. Grace of God and the aid of your son. Of I'm alive. I please
4: accept my most sincere condolences. in our
3: memories. To you my deepest sympathy.
4: Colonel,
0: I've got something you should know about. Yes. Shakespeare in in Love is is a
1: 1998 romance written by Mark Norman and Tom Stoppard, directed by John Madden, starring Gwyneth Paltrow, Joseph Fiennes, Jeffrey Rush, Tom Wilkinson, Colin Firth, Ben Affleck, and the Queen herself, Dame Judi Dench. Uh, Shakespeare in Love is about the most famous playwright, William Shakespeare, who is young, heartbroken, and out-of-story ideas when he meets the love of his life and is inspired to write one of the most famous stories of all time. We're also fighting about Saving Private Ryan, a war drama written by Robert Rodit, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Tom Hanks, Edward Burns, Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Giovanni Ribisi, Vin Diesel, Jeremy Davies, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti, and... <laughs> <laughs> a tiny
2: asterisk.
1: In the middle of World War II, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have all been killed in action. So we have two movies this week. Two movies that we watched and that we are about to dive into. The reason we watched both of these movies this week is because they're both from 1998. Both were huge Oscar contenders. And in the WCA way, we're all very divided about which one should have actually won the Oscar for Best Picture. For me, I remember watching Saving Private Ryan in school, and I remember it being kind of like the quintessential war movie to teach us about World War II to show the soldiers experience. I always remembered it being devastating and just very well done. Shakespeare in Love. (laughs) If you don't know this about me, I love Romeo and Juliet like no other Shakespeare play. Uh, It has a very special place in my heart and Shakespeare in Love has always been just like my comfort movie and I know I say that about pretty much every movie I bring (laughs) on the pod. But it's it really is the kind of movie where I'm like, if I need a romance, if I need a feel-good cry, if I need a heartbreaking cry, this is my cup of tea. I love Shakespeare in Love. I'm a fan of both the movies. I don't want to reveal yet which one I think should have won the Oscar for Best Picture. Um, I kind of want to just get everybody's initial where we stand on both movies how you feel about them did you like it did you dislike it i'm gonna kick it to sam because i i'm just so excited you're here
3: well for me okay i think it is important to kind of say this at the top that these are both incredible movies they're both just wildly entertaining they both have a lot to offer and as you can tell with the nominations the Oscars gave them a ton of nominations apiece. So me personally, I agree with that. I think these are two great movies. I've watched them all a billion times at this point. And I like them both for very different reasons. This is going to be kind of like comparing Apples and Oranges. We're going to have to get very specific here when we come to fighting this out. Because they are both, in my opinion, just really, really good movies. See, here's my problem with that. I hate that saying. Apples and Oranges are both fruit. Yeah, and they're both movies.
4: (laughs) You can compare Apples and... when people are like, to comparing apples and oranges they're talking about oh you can't
3: compare them. Yes you can. You can compare apples and oranges. They're both fruit. I'm not saying we can't compare them. <laughs> I'm just saying that they are of the same species. These are both movies, different flavors. That's what we're arguing here.
4: My my issue is more with the saying than with you. I just Ooh, I hate yes. that saying. <laughs> so okay, I hate it so he much. Is hot today. <laughs> it doesn't make sense.
2: They're like they're one of the most comparable things in the world. S- save save your rage, boo. It makes sense. we, we... Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Well, Josh, how do you feel about both movies? Compare these apples and oranges.
4: (laughs) I, too, love both these movies. I think they're both fantastic. Um, Full disclosure, I have attachments to both. Lacey and I met doing Romeo and Juliet with Sam. That's her attachment to it.
1: We sure did. It
4: was so good.
1: Oh, I didn't know you saw it. Sorry, but I didn't know you saw it.
4: He's buttering you up. But... (laughs) I also did my senior year writing thesis on Saving Private Ryan. I watched mm-hmm. the DVD so much it broke.
0: Jesus, what a watch!
4: <laughs> so I love them both. Obviously, they're both great movies, but I'm a I I like one more than the other. That's all I'll say.
3: How much time did you spend writing that paper, Josh?
4: Um, how much time? How much time is in one night? <laughs>
1: a few hours. <laughs> so that. His college thesis he did overnight.
2: The length of a good purge.
1: <laughs> Rashani, how do you feel?
2: Hey, uh, so I agree with both, both the guys. I think these are both good movies. Where I differ, I do not have a, an attachment to either one, and I don't love either one. Oh. So this is going to be really fun for me, because I think it's going to come down to what we're going to do in, during the episode. That will shape my decision. Yeah, I don't I don't have any hate for either one of them. My nitpicks are sitting right tucked in my back pocket and I'm ready to pull them out. Ooh. Um. So it'll be really interesting because my issues lie with the Oscars. I'll just say that. Mm, I don't think I'm going to like where this is going.
1: Oh. Oh, okay, you're making me a cheat.
2: <laughs> Sam, you are not going to like where this is going. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to like this conversation.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Well, Mella, how do you feel about them? I feel like I
0: watched these for the first time, this go around. <gasps>
1: but I had seen Shakespeare in Love,
0: and Saving Private Ryan was my first actual time, because I remember watching the beginning in college, because they were like, you got to see it. But um, I fucking erased that from my mind. Like, Jesus, I erased that from <laughs> my mind. Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to piggyback on what everyone said like i mostly what Rashawn said i don't love either of these two i think i like one more than the other i definitely think one deserves the oscar a little bit more than the other but um i'm easily swayed and i'm trying not to be fucking swayed this episode
2: (laughs) carmella look at me me. I, i
0: know you know listeners if you've been with us for a minute you know i i fucking teeter so I'm really gonna try to stick to my guns. Oh my god. But we're gonna see how it goes.
4: Mella will vote for whole ass movies she has never seen before.
1: Yeah, it's happened.
0: <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just because
1: of a good argument. Oh no, Sam, I think we're alone and I'm sweating. Yeah, this is
3: gonna be this is gonna be tough.
1: Sam, break down the Oscars for us because both of them got a ton of nominations. They each got wins. Walk us through it.
3: They did. So, Saving Private Ryan had 11 total nominations and walked home with five wins for director cinematography, sound film editing, and sound effects editing. Shakespeare and Love, on the other hand, had 13 overall nominations. And took oh. home seven awards. Ooh. They won Picture, Actress, Supporting Actress, Original Screenplay, Score for Musical or Comedy, Art Direction, and Costume.
1: Wow, that's impressive. That's very impressive. I'm
2: hearing a little editorializing. What do you mean? <laughs> what could you? What could you mean? I don't mean? know
1: what you're talking about. Mm-hmm.
2: It's in the tone, right, Josh? It's in the tone. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: in the tone. This is
2: crazy already.
1: <laughs> okay, flat out. Let's. Let's lay it on the table. I agree that Shakespeare and Love should have won Best Picture for the year. Sam, where do you stand?
3: I stand with the Academy. They were correct. Shakespeare in Love absolutely deserved to win Best Picture. It is also one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: <gasps> Me too. We're going to throw Love. that out there. Jeez, it's crap. so good.
3: Gross, Sam.
4: <laughs> I bet it is. And I disagree. I think they got it wrong. I think they got a lot of awards right that year in in that list, but I think Saving Private Ryan deserved the best picture award. Or Sean? Neither. I'll talk about it later.
1: (laughs) That's not what we're doing today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? I said neither one of them. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You have to make a choice. I'll make a choice at the end of the episode. How about that? But my choice as it stands is neither one of them should have won no. how
3: are you participating in this because if you don't like have a stance either way how
2: are you gonna argue because I well? have a mic and a webcam Sam that's how I'm <laughs> participating <laughs> <laughs> I uh, fine for the sake of it <laughs> Saving Private Ryan
1: oh man Mella
0: Saving Private let's Ryan let's fucking go
1: oh, oh I did not see that coming
2: neither did I
1: I really thought we had you. That's a little
2: shocker, Mella,
3: I really I'm thought you were so going to be sorry. on our side. I really thought you'd be on our side.
1: Wait, at all? No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I, I, I like it. Okay, but yeah, I just meant like, no, not the Oscars. But
3: it's okay. She's easily swayed. Remember, she told us it herself.
4: Sam, I have swayed Mella more than anyone else on this podcast. I'm not <laughs> giving her up. You might, you might, you might lose her,
1: cause Sam and I. This movie means a lot to both of us, and
2: that means nothing to her.
1: <laughs> it will with our argument. It does. It means a
2: lot. Lacey, you're married and Sam's gay. <laughs> so neither one of you mean
1: anything to her But Sam's
0: now. cute. Y'all listening in the in the car, you you can't see him, but he's cute.
2: <laughs> find his Insta. It's a treat. He posts Halo Thirst Traps for That's kind of it. What are we talking
3: about?
1: So, to really nitpick this and whittle it down to which one should have won, We've broken it down into five rounds. So round one.
2: The nominees for best screenplay written directly for the screen are.
1: Which movie had better writing? Shakespeare in Love, Saving Private Ryan.
3: This is so easy. The Oscars got it right. They gave it to Shakespeare in Love over Saving Private Ryan. He's going to say the same thing. The Academy got it right.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I I would agree with that.
3: (laughs) I just got to state facts first. We need to know what happened, actually. I don't think Sam has to go first every
4: time, but okay.
0: I think some of the writing in Saving was a a little trite.
4: A little (gasps) hokey-dokey?
0: Hokey-dokey, Samuel.
4: It's true. I need explanations from both of you.
0: I'm trying to think of like (laughs) a line. Okay. and Shakespeare, the thing that I like about this movie is that we've used this before. It knows exactly what kind of movie it is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the writing uses that to its advantage. So it's a romantic comedy, it's Shakespearean, so you can kind of get away with a lot by doing that. And me saying that doesn't mean that there anything in that is corny, but I feel like you can always dress the writing up and it works for that. But in Saving, this is supposed to be a war film, like really dramatic intense and i feel like some of the lines like oh for example tom hanks and matt damon sitting there talking about i can't recognize my brother um okay
4: (laughs) what (laughs) that's not dramatic to you what the fuck are you talking about it's dramatic
0: but it just seems like there's something better they can talk about
4: that's so gut-wrenching his brother's just died and he can't picture them
0: that's like the st- that no that part that's sad but he starts talking about the story
4: that story is improvised by matt damon
0: okay well it shouldn't have been
2: oh that makes so much sense
0: that's, that makes so much sense <laughs> walking in on
2: somebody having sex and embarrassing the girl that makes so much sense i didn't know that right no, no, you're
3: absolutely correct there's a lot of problems are in you that kidding
2: model, me like thank you
4: josh i did not know that we are talking about the writing though and if we're talking about the writing, this monologue is off the table because it's improv. I don't think so. so I, think we
3: cannot... I think it's irresponsible writing then. If you're just going to have a section in your screenplay saying Matt Damon improvs, to me, then not, you're kind that, of walking into it. Do you
4: think that was in the screenplay or do you think they were just supposed to be chatting and he went off and Spielberg let no, him No, but know? I bet
3: if you printed off a copy of the screenplay, that monologue is now written in there. So I think whatever comes out oh, of their yeah. mouths is up for grabs.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But that's not how it was written then. you were No, that doesn't count. If we're talking it's, about... The, it's in the movie.
1: But it's in do you the think movie, that Josh. We're it's...
4: talking about what script was handed to the Academy. That
2: monologue was not in there. Probably by the time the Academy, yeah.
0: Probably.
1: Yes, it was, because it
0: was in I the movie. Think so. It probably think It was probably outlined, and they're like, okay, if he goes off script, then let him be. But Steve should have been like, cut, we're going to do some writing. Steve. Because I didn't realize boo-boo. how hated that monologue was
4: <laughs> in this room.
2: Well, let me, it's, let me, let me come to Josh's aid because I think this, yes, this is about Normandy in World War Two, but it is also a movie. And so, and it's also a Spielberg movie and he loves cheese. Like, and that's just, that's fine. So I think once D-Day happens and then the rest of the movie is this journey to find Ryan and then help him with this final battle these are characters in a Steven Spielberg movie, and so they're going to spend all this time kind of waxing poetic about what was and what life was, and that's just part of the movie, and I don't I don't count that as a negative because Spielberg, that's just how... Ha- like, he makes big-hearted movies, mm-hmm. and those monologues and that writing is part of it.
4: What's happening right now is everyone is giving... Shakespeare in love, so much more leeway because it's Shakespeare. And there's some fucking corny lines in that movie. Drip it over my tortilla chips and put it in the microwave. Cheese. <laughs> like it's, and you all know it, but Mela said it herself. You're letting it go. There's a standard that. Saving Private Ryan is suddenly being held to when it comes to writing that you're forgiving a lot of things in Shakespeare and Love just because of the subject matter.
1: I don't think it's the subject matter. I think it's, well, I guess maybe it is. It's the genre.
2: It's the genre. It's the
1: genre. We're not going into a, a realistic war drama looking for cheese. Something that I think is done very well in Saving Private Ryan is that every character feels like an everyman so every character feels like how you would talk to your friend, how you'd talk to your neighbor. But there's a heightenedness to all of the dialogue in Shakespeare and Love. Mella, you said it yourself. It knows what it is. It knows what it's trying to do. And it's not just this Shakespearean dialogue in Shakespeare and Love that is heightened. It's the entire world around it. It's Tom Stoppard. It's Patter, it's it's overlapping dialogue throughout the whole thing. And that, to me, only elevates when the Shakespeare is used.
4: Can you guys name, aside from Matt Damon's improvised monologue, can you name one other cheesy part of Saving Private Ryan?
3: Yes, absolutely. The bookends, The framing device, yeah. The whole thing in the beginning with the, him walking to the grave, and then we have the whole flashback. Cut it. Just to come back to the beginning. That's what I was saying at the beginning when I said, it's a little hokey-dokey, but that's, as, you're, as you said, Rashawn, that is Spielberg. He's going to give you melodrama when there doesn't need to be. Spielberg doesn't know when to just cut things out. Think of how much better the movie would be if it actually
2: just started with D-Day. Keep Steven's name in your mouth, but I agree with you.
4: Yeah, you're turning on
2: thin ice. I love Steven Spielberg.
4: <laughs> Steven Spielberg sucks. You guys heard it here first from Samuel <laughs> Erdahl. Oh,
2: listen.
3: I love Spielberg too, but there are issues with Saving Private Ryan, the structure of it. Uh, you don't
2: need the framing device at all.
4: Well, yeah. Mm-mm. At all. Th- That's not the structure
3: of it,
2: though. That's, that's like... That is the no. structure of it. That sets up the that entire up movie.
4: The movie. If you're, you're telling me that you can take it out, that doesn't set it up.
3: The setup of the movie... But he's using it to set it up. I'm saying you can take it on the movie would still be even better. So to me, that's a fail in the screenplay.
4: Disagree. I was going to say Shakespeare in Love had better writing, but now I don't want to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Josh will dig his heels in, man.
4: I honestly would give this to Saving Private Ryan if it weren't for... I, this may sound like a dig. This may sound passive aggressive. I don't mean it to. I think Shakespeare in Love's ending is very clever. I really like it, and I know I have a a bigger issue with this battle that I think will come up later, but just put a pin in this. Uh, I know not everyone will appreciate the ending to Shakespeare in Love, but from my perspective, I thought it was very clever. I really liked it, and I think that's what gives it the nod
2: for me. I think... Shakespeare in Love is very well done fan service. I agree. And I don't mean that as pejorative, but I do mean it as an insult. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shady. I'll get to what I was going to say. I'll get to my later point now. It's Shakespeare fan service is what it is. The, we have to remember in this debate that we are a room full of theater kids and that a lot of people, and that doesn't include the Academy because the Academy's full of theater kids too, a lot of people don't even know what Twelfth Night is. So that ending is kind of lost on them.
1: Mm. I don't know, necessi- I don't think you need to know Twelfth Night to recognize the romanticism and him continuing to keep Viola in his work.
2: Right. Twelfth, Twelfth Night is like, it's up there with Midsummer and Romeo and
0: Juliet.
4: Yeah, but if you went to the average person and said, who's the protagonist of Twelfth Night?
0: No idea. Girl, I don't even know right now. Stop it.
1: It's in your name, Mela. It's in your name. I'm kidding. That's the only one I fucking know. That's the I only literally... one I fucking
0: know.
4: But that's the thing. There are so many in jokes in Shakespeare and Love that it's it, it's it's almost unfair if you know them. That it's it, fan service is the exact term for it. Is that? That's what it is. It's Shakespeare fan, fan service.
3: But I think it did appeal to a wider audience than just Shakespeare fans or even just theater kids. I mean, this movie made hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office. People were seeing it. So did Avatar. What are we talking about? But I'm just saying that like people were seeing this movie even if they weren't Shakespeare fans.
1: I'm sorry. Did you just compare Shakespeare and love to Avatar, <laughs> Joshua? Yeah,
3: what are you going to do? Punch me?
2: Yeah, I did. She might.
1: She might, honestly. Yes, I will.
2: Wait, I like the ending. I don't like the end ending of Shakespeare and Love because it's just a little too neat for me. But everything at the first show of Romeo and Juliet, I really like. And when the Queen shows up, I like. But then it goes on a little too long and it gets a little cheesy. But I know it's a rom-com.
1: Oh, no. I know Um,
2: it's a rom-com. and I mean, is it a rom Yeah, it's a a rom-com. So it's it's expected i just don't love it but then i don't like the ending of saving private ryan either, so.
1: oh i love that last conversation like you don't like the ending of saving private ryan
2: with the old man no because then we go back to no to the mm-hmm. oh okay like, okay old okay, Matt okay. Damon.
1: i can agree with that what about
4: can, can just for my own sanity can we end the movie as that happens and what about the ending at the bridge
3: that's where the movie should have ended it's genius. Yeah, it's wonderful. Do you like that? Absolutely. Okay. I think, yeah, and the fact that Tom Hanks had to die in order for Matt Damon to live, I think that's an incredible cathartic moment.
1: Josh actually pointed out a really great thing as we watched it this week too. That the one soldier, well, the two, but one of the two soldiers that survived was the one who was going to go A W O L. Like,
4: mm-hmm. the only one it's, that lived was the one that didn't want to do it in the first place. Yeah, because he's hot. And that's the tragedy of war. Best writing, baby.
1: No, you said Shakespeare and Love had better writing. Well, I changed my
4: it. fucking mind. No, you can't. No,
3: takesy backsies No, you
4: can't. <laughs> let's let's
3: put it to a vote.
0: We're putting it to a
1: vote. That's what I say. Let's put it to a vote. Which one has uh, better writing, Sam?
3: Shakespeare and Love. Shakespeare and Love. Yeah, hands down. Josh. <laughs> Saving
1: right <laughs> Are you kidding? He's
3: such a son of a bitch.
1: You You're fucking bitch. asshole.
3: You just can't let me have this.
2: You know it's better. You know it's Insufferable better. Sufferable of this episode. You know it's more clever. Rush Shakespeare in love. That's right.
1: Mella. Shakespeare in love. Shakespeare in love takes it for best <laughs> writing. Round. I knew it was going <laughs> to
4: win. We have already talked about it and everyone placed their votes. Of course it was gonna
2: win can I just say, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this the whole episode. I don't give a shit. Truman Show or Bullworth? Sorry. Oh yeah, Truman Show should have won.
1: All things aside, Truman Show got fucking robbed this year. Wait, Truman
3: Show was the same yes. year?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah,
4: Truman Show had better writing. Mm-hmm.
2: And Bullworth. Bullworth is the shit. I don't
1: know Bullworth.
0: Switch the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Round two.
4: I'm here tonight to present the Academy Award for Outstanding Achievement in Film Editing.
1: Art meets science and cinematography.
4: It's time for the award for Best Costume Design.
1: Which had better tech?
4: I mean, should I go first? Yeah, go <laughs> first. <laughs> How fast is this round going to be?
1: I mean, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the tech.
4: The Normandy scene in Saving Private Ryan is arguably still the best war scene to this day. It's one of the longer ones, and I mean that alone. I'm. It's a. It's a Spielberg war movie. The tech is perfect. I don't know what you else. What else you need to hear? Next, next commentator.
0: Well, I think <laughs> the. I mean, the reason why I watched it in college was I think for the handheld. Um, like watching the handheld in a shot like that, and it's fucking brutal because i mean a lot of movies don't do that though you know they're just gonna do like a long either a long shot or you know tight close-ups or whatever but the handheld adds just like a whole different element to the story and to the experience while you're watching it i mean it's the same feeling you get when you're watching a horror movie that's in handheld like it just makes it all that much scarier and i think not to say horror like as in scary movie, but it adds that intensity to it, and it adds that thriller esque feeling where you're like these people are. I mean, going through it is like an understatement.
4: Past the beach scene, the bridge scene is incredible. The ambush scene, the uh, when Caparzo's death, Vin Diesel scene in the pouring rain is shot beautifully, intense, and like it's uh, the sound design is all there. Saving Private Ryan.
1: But can we also include cinematography in this, too? Because I think Shakespeare yes, I in say. Love is absolutely stunning. Like, it is so beautiful to look at. You're not that no.
3: It, no, you're absolutely correct. Well, okay, in, in my idea, when you say tech, I'm thinking the lighting and the sound quality of what's going on here.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? So that's kind of what I'm gathering. Maybe, like, the picture quality in a different category? I would put that in tech, cinematography. I imagine it's camera work, sound, and
4: then... And unfortunately this is a one-sided part of it but special effects practical or otherwise
3: yes well i mean yeah and i think also with saving private ryan it's also a really kind of beautiful war movie too like there's a lot of just really amazing shots like the shot of them walking on the ridge with the lightning in the background i think is one of the best shots spielberg has ever created Mm -hmm. gorgeous but you're right Lacey. i think there's also stunning cinematography work in shakespeare in love Particularly when they're doing the performance of Romeo and Juliet. I think it's shot beautifully. And especially with all the cuts they're doing in between everything, too, and all the action behind stage and up in the stands. There's a lot going on in that scene.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, is the cinematography great, or is the set design and costumes great, and they just happen to be being filmed,
2: that part? Are we including that in the tech, too? I don't know.
1: I mean, that's also <laughs> technically tech.
2: So that's not its own category? I don't think Shakespeare has great cinematography. Yeah, me neither.
0: Why? I think they're beautiful people on the screen. Wearing
2: beautiful costumes. Great, great gowns. I just, I think the the shot (laughs) composition is, is good. I think a lot of this is like swept up in the, the juggernaut that Shakespeare became. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, where can we nom it everywhere? And so cinematography was one of those. Mm -hmm. Costume design, forget it. Art direction, of course. (laughs) Cinematography, eh, I don't know.
3: Eh. I can agree with you. I I would agree with you. I think Saving Private Ryan does have better cinematography. The camera work, I mean, the camera work alone is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Lace.
1: I mean, I'm voting for Saving Private Ryan, too. I just, like, had to throw Shakespeare in there for a a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if this is,
2: I think this is tech, but sorry. Editing and score, out of sight, and the Prince of Egypt. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say.
3: Well, hold on. We should talk about score for a moment because I don't really care for Saving Private Ryan's score. That's my only thing in the tech field that I find irritating. I understand it's a war well, movie. Was a nom- it was a
2: nominated, so it's well, good. correct.
4: It was it was very generic to me.
0: Yeah, that
2: like that's part and way too overly like patriotic and
0: like. I honestly
1: that's don't remember I- any music.
3: It's just kind of few and far between. Prince of Egypt, I do. Prince of fucking Egypt. That score is beautiful. I mean,
1: yeah. easily.
3: But Shakespeare's score is also beautiful. I'm sorry. No,
2: it's not.
1: <laughs> it's very pretty. Yes, it's very pretty.
3: If if we're counting them as tech, I will. I would
4: absolutely give costumes and 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 score to Shakespeare and Love.
1: Okay, but overall. But
4: overall, my vote goes Saving Private Ryan. Yeah.
1: All right, Saving Private Ryan. Mela. Saving Private Ryan. Sam.
3: Saving Ryan's privates, Roshan. Ryan.
1: And saving Private Ryan from me, unanimous. unanimous. Best tech goes to Saving Private Ryan.
4: Well, Saving Private Ryan's the only one with a unanimous
3: vote so far. <laughs> yeah, good. there's been you two rounds, your Joshua.
1: <laughs> also, you changed your vote. Just you voted you out dick. of
3: spite. Vote's still a vote, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Round three.
3: For the five nominated directors, the hard work is over. It's been over for a long time. The only thing remaining is the anxiety that comes with an impossible night like tonight. So here are the nominees for best achievement in directing.
1: Which movie had better directing?
4: (laughs) 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 Who's going
2: first?
1: Not me, because I am torn.
4: I'm for me, this is how I'm going to do it. You I will take the two leads of each sort of out of this discussion right now. So Hank Damon, and Sizemore and Paltro and Fines will always put in the work. They're director proof actors. They will always deliver. And why I'm voting Saving Private Riot is because the amount of care and and attention to detail and specificity you get out of each minor character in this and the world building that surrounds them is perfection to me. I think this is how you do an ensemble piece. I think he was able to to build this world as a whole, this mid-World War II. Europe, as well as this tiny world in- incorporated by this band of brothers. Also, all of the action sequences are fucking incredible. And he directs them beautifully. D-Day, obviously, we've already talked about that enough. Vin's scene when he dies, the shot choices, the, the angles, it's... Saving Private Ryan. I agree with the Academy.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: you know what? I do too. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do too. I think Steven Spielberg... Well, I kind of think Spielberg wins this alone just for the first 25 minutes of this movie.
4: Yeah.
3: You know? Um, yeah, it's... It is incredible work.
0: I think Josh said um, it best. I don't have much to say after
1: that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the other thing too, is I think Shakespeare in Love, where it's... Is strongest is in the screenplay, so I think the director. Yeah, he had a lot to do, but I think just putting the actors up there in the surrounding with the script, is kind of foolproof, in my opinion. I think it was kind of it would be kind of hard to screw that up with how good the dialogue is in that movie. Saving Private Ryan, just in in terms of like scale and scope of this movie and everything going on, right? I think it's also a more difficult movie to direct, and the fact that we got what we got is credit to Spielberg. See, Rashawn, I do like Spielberg. Oh. Sam only likes, doesn't love Spielberg more at
4: 11.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Updates. Updates. I I think it's also, this is another uh, kind of unfair round, because it's Spielberg, obviously, and the D-Day sequence is is what it is. But I do want to give credit to John Madden, because I think it, it takes a lot of, Wisdom and restraint and, and talent to get out of the way of the material. And I think that's what he does. And it it can come across maybe as a little workmanlike, but I think, you know, he's not here to show off. You know what I mean? The script and the actors and the tech is part of the appeal of Shakespeare in Love, especially the words, you know, it's a movie about a playwright. Mm-hmm. So... I do want to give him credit before I vote for Steven Spielberg. But, you know, I think he's made great movies before and after Shakespeare in Love. And, you know, he got nominated. But, um, yeah, you know, sorry. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. <laughs> I will piggyback and compliment
4: uh, Madden as well in that. And I mean this in the most complimentary way possible. It seems hands off from a directing standpoint and and especially if you can if that was intentional that's even more impressive to make it seem like you are hands off and let the actors act and the writers write.
1: you know a Spielberg movie when you see a Spielberg movie you know a Baz Luhrmann movie when you see a Baz movie you know a Tarantino movie when you see it there's something to be said for a director who doesn't necessarily need to put their mark In the movie and just lets the movie be with its incredible writing, cast, and tech. That being said, Steven Spielberg was the right choice for Best Director this year. (laughs) All right, well that was pretty easy. This one's gonna suck. Round four.
4: There are three essential elements to an outstanding film performance
0: a good script, a good director, and a magnificent actor.
1: Which movie had the best acting? I'm going to start by singing the praises of the ensemble cast in Saving Private Ryan.
4: I don't like that you're starting with Saving Private Ryan, but continue. Why? Because that usually means they're coming in second place. that's what Josh would do. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) I don't think this movie is as powerful unless you have the amount of talent that you have in every single role in this movie. Every single one of the band of brothers, the soldiers that are assigned to this mission are just on top of their game. Giovanni Ribisi, I I remember his death, watching that for the first time. And I had to go to the principal's office because I was inconsolably crying messed me up and when we watched it this time i cried again like it was the first time i had seen it i there's something so powerful about the performances of all the quote-unquote small roles in saving private ryan that just make it i mean it makes it all feel but shakespeare in love
3: (laughs) all right
1: Shakespeare in Love makes me feel things that I can't even begin to explain. We've talked about the writing for Shakespeare in Love. It is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Like Rashawn said, it's about a playwright, so the writing has to be top notch. But a lot of the moments that I love in Shakespeare in Love are the quiet moments of just Joseph Fiennes looking at Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Paltrow looking at Joseph Fiennes. Mm.
4: Now you went and got Nella l- yeah, fuck. Right,
3: like Joseph Fiennes just looking at you. Come on.
1: Baby. Literally that opening scene where he has ink all over his hands and he, you can see he's just in his writer's zone like creating and he looks up and he's inspired. I mean, uh, uh, I think as a whole... The ensemble is also perfectly cast. You have all of the players at the Rose that are just so quirky and sweet and befuddly, but all of that like heightened charactery parts of the movie are then leveled out by the real true romance between Gwyneth Paltrow and Joseph Fiennes. I just love it.
3: You're here. here.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Sam.
3: And I would even argue there's room for other, more of the cast to also be thrown in here as well. I think Tom Wilkinson could be here for supporting actor. Sam, relax. No, no. Sam, I will not relax. Relax. No.
4: Almost, <laughs> almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades.
3: All right. More. None of that. <laughs> well, I think Joseph Fiennes should have been in the leading actor conversation and on the nomination list for this movie. I think he deserved one. Especially if they're going to give it to Gwyneth Paltrow. To me, you can't nominate one without the other. They both go hand in hand here.
2: Watch me. Sucks, because they did. They did.
0: <laughs> Gwyneth won for this, correct? She sure did. Damn. I <laughs> do not like her. <gasps> I don't... I, didn't, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I didn't.
3: Why didn't you like her? Why didn't you like her? Please tell me. Now.
0: You know, I think this is... More... I don't think I like Gwyneth Paltrow and stuff. You I just think, don't like her. I mean, that's fine. I think I'm Is it because of this.
3: Goop? Is it because of Goop? Is that, is that why? It's Goop.
0: <laughs> it's Goop. No, I think she's good at certain parts. I think she's a better side character than a leading lady. I think she... Or a leading lady that is not a romantic lead. Again, this is just like all my personal opinion but I just feel like in certain like okay especially when she was playing um the male role I just didn't buy it I just didn't I feel well, that's like also there was part, no of the different...
3: point. kind of right like, right it's supposed to be it's ridiculous. Like, yeah
0: it's supposed to be a little ridiculous but I just feel like there were certain parts, parts where like they already knew the jig is up we're gonna make out backstage and I feel like Joseph Fiennes was, like, so romantic. And, of course, he's hot as fuck, so, like, that also helps. But he just fit this role so perfectly. Like, his look, the way he spoke, he was so in this, like, romantic era. And then Gwyneth was there. And I was like, mm, not so much. Like, she just seems stale. That's a perfect word. She seems stale to me. But couldn't
1: me. that be, like, attributed to how women were perceived and placed in society at the time it could but then we see Romeo and
0: Juliet and Claire Danes ain't still, and she's playing the same role
4: so is this movie a socio-political commentary or is it a cheesy rom-com
0: yes
3: can't it be both
0: yeah I don't I don't know she just doesn't do it for me and like she's all right and I think that's what it is Ugh. where it's like I feel like this movie is is like on a platter perfect for me and it's her it's really her i'm as i'm talking gwyneth is not doing it for me
1: okay so just focus on joseph
3: do you like gwyneth paltrow in any other movie
1: she's funny in shallow how <laughs> Mala, just focus on joseph focus on joseph <laughs> but that's exactly my point is
0: like that movie, yes, it's not an Oscar movie, but I feel like she's fucking funny in that. She's like a comedic lead. She's like not the roman- <laughs> she's a romantic lead, but in a different way. Whereas like she's not she's not my Juliet. She's not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, she doesn't scream Juliet to you. Okay. Well, she's she I mean, technically she's she fills in for Juliet. She's not Juliet. She spends most of the movie as Romeo, and then she's a last-minute Hail Mary. So I mean, that is that's kind of intentional that she's she's IRL. She spent the whole movie being Romeo.
0: She's IRL Juliet though. What Josh said, like he wrote this Viola. But I I mean, mean... she's black. She ends
2: up being the inspiration, but like
3: he's basing
2: Juliet off of Viola. Yeah, yeah. I guess I she seems more like inspiration for what he does in Twelfth Night, and less for what he's doing as juliet in the movie but that's just i don't know
3: it's yeah it's like more the situation that's being inspired for romeo and juliet just but like not their, but not her character uh, whole their set love of. affair right yeah. but not like maybe her character yeah well,
4: what do you think about the performances in srp wait
0: SPR <laughs> um yeah i mean my vote already we're not even voting yet but it goes to that i love giovanni Rabenzi like he's my favorite and everything and I think, Josh, you were talking about how this is like a true ensemble piece. And I feel like we've talked about this in the past in other episodes where it's supposed to be and then it always falls by the wayside and then the two leads are given most of it. I feel like in Saving Private Ryan, it truly is that. All of the small roles, all of the little parts get their due. Even if it's just a couple minutes on screen, which I really don't think a lot of people have everybody feels totally fleshed out in every scene that they do.
1: I will say, I think it's completely criminal. The lack of nominations, especially for supporting that actors did not receive for saving private Ryan.
4: Supporting actor category should, could have just been this movie. There. I said, it. yeah, chill baby. Uh, <laughs> saving private Ryan does have a bit of an advantage because you have bona fide stars like Paul Giamatti in it for a scene and a half. To cover there you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: A, a, a random sergeant that they come across and if we're talking about being horny lacy
1: I, I didn't say anything about horny that was all y'all
4: you no you said it made you you said it made you feel things and then you brought up joseph fine that's, that's on fair. you for
1: making it sexual that was not me
4: you made saving private ryan a little sexual and me? i agreed with you
1: <laughs> yes
4: When a young Ted Danson walked on screen. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) See? I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Um, No, I think uh, we've already talked about him. I think Giovanni Ribisi is one of the most underrated actors currently working. Um, Adam Goldberg as Private Militia is fucking incredible. Barry Pepper as the sniper. Private Jackson, incredible. You get a good performance out of Vin Diesel
2: in this fucking (laughs) movie.
4: That's a unicorn. Do you understand? Adequate.
2: It's adequate. He doesn't
3: <laughs> I
4: didn't say great. I said good. He he hits exactly the notes he needs to hit. And I think that's I think that's exactly what it comes down to in this is let's let's think of it this way. Side characters versus side characters, the leads obviously are all great. It comes down to Matt Damon versus
3: Ben Affleck. Um, We haven't mentioned Dame Judi Dench yet, first of all, if we're going to talk about Uh, side characters. You didn't even hear my vote. You didn't even hear my vote.
4: (laughs) We haven't finished the conversation yet. My vote's Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) We got that. I would like to talk about Dame Judi Dench first. Okay. Do I think she's one of the greatest actresses to ever walk the earth? Yes. Do I think she was able to knock out these scenes in Shakespeare and Love in one, maybe two takes per scene. Also, yes. Do I think she deserved to win an Oscar for this role? Who else was she up against?
3: Would you like the list?
4: Yes, please.
3: (laughs) She's up against Kathy Bates in Primary Colors.
4: No, she did not deserve to win an Oscar for this role. (laughs) She was also up against...
3: (laughs) Brenda Blevlin in Little Voice, Rachel Griffiths, Hillary, and Jackie, and Lynn Redgrave for Gods and Monsters.
4: I didn't even hear what what Kathy Bates role. I, it doesn't matter, but
3: <laughs> which one? Primary Colors. Yeah, Kathy Bates.
1: <laughs> Dame Judi Dench, though, does something with Queen Elizabeth that a lot of actresses, I think, miss or can miss is a deep rooted humanity behind the veer of power and strength and coldness that is often presented that that final conversation that she has with Viola even I can't come between what God has already cemented go say your goodbyes she recognizes what these two people have is real and she's Still saying too bad, sorry. There's a level of empathy you do sense that she acknowledges she shouldn't have to go, but she she still has to. I think she's fucking phenomenal in this. I think she's magnetic.
3: To pick it back off what you were saying earlier though, Lacey, about how there kind of being some sociopolitical commentary in Shakespeare in love, we get that with the Queen's character. On the stage, when she confronts Viola. Who everyone is like well it's supposed to be a man she says let me have a look at him and says yes you are a man and she's saying she knows something of a about a woman being in a man's position her being the queen and i think that line speaks volumes and it gives you kind of a parallel track to these two characters mm-hmm. and i think it's fascinating and i think mm-hmm. she steals every scene she's in well she
4: also sends her away so i'll say that uh, her her scenes were by a mile, the most captivating. Yes. For Sean.
2: Hey.
1: You've been so quiet.
2: This is a tough category. Um, Shakespeare and Love, Saving Private Ryan both have dynamite ensembles. Everyone in both films, I think, is doing tremendous work in service of their movies. <laughs> the level of the number of Oscar nominations for acting should be zero shit and i'm out interesting what not even a nomination damn 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 Uh, damn 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 i don't think shakespeare should have got three i think if saving private ryan was gonna get one it should either be damon or ed burns
4: ed burns is very good
2: not rabisi sure (laughs) no cuz that's too many that's too many in supporting actor no, no 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 I mean that's
4: what I'm saying is I would give it to Robbie <laughs> over Ed Burns.
2: And if I was going to do anybody in Shakespeare in Love, Lacey, I agree it should be. I don't know how you nominate the movie, you nominate the actors and you don't nominate Joseph Fiennes.
1: Yeah. Right. I
2: don't understand it. He's the best performance in the movie by a mile and he's so good at does. Shakespeare. So I don't I don't get it. Jim
4: Carrey didn't get nominated either, right?
2: there's your best actor oh my god yeah
4: who the fuck what was the list this year sam
3: so the other nominees for best actor besides tom hanks were ian mckellen gods and monsters nick nolte affliction edward norton american history x and then the re- winner was roberto benigni in life is beautiful
4: never heard of him <laughs> you should watch it
2: <laughs> another world war ii movie where's denzel for he got game where is danny glover for beloved Where's George Clooney for Out of Sight?
4: You know the answer for those first two questions, Rashawn.
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I fucking do. <laughs> I don't want to reveal my vote just yet, but clear standouts on both in both movies, and none of the standouts are nominated. So, I don't know. I would give an Oscar to Gwyneth Paltrow for, what, 20 minutes she has in Seven? That diner scene with Morgan Freeman? Mm-hmm. So fucking good.
0: So, yeah, I like her on that.
2: I, I agree with Mel a little bit. <laughs> the... Violeta Slander. You agree with me? A little bit, a little, but but I really like Gwyneth Hatcher. I think she's an incredible actress. But in this movie, of the two leads, Joseph Fiennes.
0: Absolutely.
4: I don't know how this vote's going to turn out.
1: I don't either. I'm a little scared.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. Um, Rashan, you vote first.
3: No. Yeah. You no. have to. No.
1: Yeah.
4: No. Yes. Make Rashawn last. Everyone's waiting for Rashawn. Have him go last. Fine. I can't.
1: Sam.
3: I go with Shakespeare in Love.
1: Mella. I go with SPR. Josh.
4: No, this, I want to make it clear because I only talked about Saving Private Ryan. Shakespeare in Love wins a lot of head to head battles. You know, who I love Tommy Hanks. Josephine's in Shakespeare in Love is better than Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. Shakespeare in Love wins a lot of those head to head battles. But I think overall, performances aren't just the leading men and the leading ladies. It's everybody. And I think everybody, quantity is higher in Saving Private Ryan.
1: Hey. Lacey? Um, My vote is clearly for Shakespeare in Love. But I love the ensemble of Saving Private Ryan.
3: The ensemble in Shakespeare in Love is good too. Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
1: That kid?
4: no, it is that it's fucking so good.
1: Sucks. yes, it that is kid shut, shut up, Josh. He's supposed to suck,
4: No, like as an actor. <laughs> His line reads weren't good.
1: He's supposed to suck. Shut up. Vershawn. two to
4: two. oh
3: no.
1: What's it gonna be?
3: You're giving so many stipulations and also comedies. Comedies also really, really hard to act, so you know, love I mean... it
2: is sweat your vote a little i think i think the <laughs> ensemble i think the ensemble in saving private ryan is more visible because they're together the whole movie but shakespeare in love has a deep ensemble of actors i do just want to say that mm-hmm. i don't know they need to stop nominating Jeffrey rush let me just say that but um he is so good he, in
3: so good in he got nominated
2: for this he yes. did. He is fucking funny in this Shit. movie. It's it's almost Thanksgiving because it's giving ham. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to. It's supposed to. You told me not to yell and I wanna yell so bad. It's supposed to be hammy.
2: <laughs> it's giving ham. It's giving over the top. <laughs> They're speaking in a heightened language.
3: Everything sounds a little hammy. That's the world. Joseph Fiennes
4: was speaking in a heightened language too, y'all.
2: Yes. Yeah, and he, he, does, delivered he never crosses the line.
3: You're making so many
4: quantifiers for, for Shakespeare in Love. You're giving it so many excuses.
1: You, do you want every character to be the same and give the same performance and have it be one note? False. No. If it's good, no, yes. No,
2: I agree with you. Yes? I'm saying, okay, cool. I'm saying across his filmography, but Jeffrey Rush gives
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> oh he went digger he got the shovel and went let's go a little deeper
2: it's giving honey glazed
4: for this year I can name four actors who are more deserving of supporting actor nod and saving private Ryan than Jare Rush
2: sorry Denzel Washington and he got game well yeah I think I think he was supporting in that movie
1: Rashawn you still haven't voted fuck fuck (laughs) Come on. Come on.
2: Shakespeare in love. <gasps> Butter my fucking biscuit.
1: Whoa! <laughs> yes. The
3: words.
2: The words. They do better with the words. Welcome to
3: the right side of history. Welcome.
1: <laughs> I didn't see this happening at all.
4: We already talked we already did the writing category, Rashawn.
2: I know, but I'm saying what they what they do with the words is and, and, I mean, acting in an action film and, and set pieces is also a difficult task. I get that.
4: Some people tripped up with those fucking words. I'll tell you that.
1: I feel good. Shakespeare in Love.
2: There are pros and cons. I'm sorry, Josh.
1: Shakespeare in Love takes it. So we have two rounds have gone to Shakespeare in Love. Two rounds have gone to Saving Private and We have one final round.
2: Oh, dear. I'm the only one that's mentioned Ben Affleck. Why do you think that is?
1: Well, Listen, I'll talk about Ben Affleck because he's fucking incredible in Shakespeare in Love.
4: Incredible?
1: He's so good in Shakespeare in Love.
2: Incredible. <laughs> I'm about to take my vote back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is the star power you need.
1: I'm about to punch you in the face. Round five! <laughs>
3: he's he's a
4: lot of fun in Shakespeare in Love. Can I say that?
2: He's a
0: yeah. lot of fun. There you go.
2: Nobody's incredible in that movie, sorry.
0: We love a widow's peak.
2: Except Joseph Fiennes. (laughs) Because he fine. He fine.
1: fine, fine. Oh my god, I'm so angry at you right now. You're so annoying.
2: Did you get my vote? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Shut up.
1: (laughs) You shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I did.
2: (laughs) And the Oscar goes to
1: we're gonna do this round five i just have which one should have won best picture
2: hey
3: whatever whichever of these like categories weighs heavier to you what's more important writing directing acting
1: really truly overall what should have won best picture
3: i'd
4: like to talk to mella for a second
1: (laughs) no no i no veto okay she's already on your side you don't need to talk to her
3: we don't know we do I think we do. I think she's I don't think she's voted for Shakespeare in Love yet.
1: We don't.
3: Because <laughs> we were
4: talking about which one do you like, which one whatever, whatever. Let me talk to the listeners through Mela. How about that?
0: That's perfect.
4: In terms of what deserves to win best picture. Because that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about which movie do you like more.
0: hmm Mella. Yes.
4: What's your favorite movie? Of all time. Of all time. Gut check. What's your favorite movie?
0: Beauty and the Beast.
4: Beauty and the Beast. Fantastic. When did that come out? 1991. So kick it to Sam. Mm -hmm. Sam, what movie won 1991's best picture?
3: Silence of the Lambs.
4: Silence of the Lambs. Rashawn, what's your favorite movie? What what are we doing here? (laughs) Is it Scream 2? Scream 2. What I'm getting at is when it comes to... The Academy Awards Best Picture winner. It's not always the best or even our favorite movie. It's its own category. My favorite movie is Bruce Almighty. That motherfucker didn't even sniff the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think it deserved to win Best Picture in whatever year it came out? 2004 or five? I think? I don't remember when. No, I don't think it deserved to win Best Picture. Because there is a difference. We've talked about this before. There's a difference between a rewatchable, lovable. This is my favorite movie versus this is the Academy Awards best picture. This is the most sound film. This has the best shooting and directing and performance. This is altogether film. And for that reason, I think Saving Private Ryan was robbed of its best picture award at the Oscars. Thank you.
1: Keep your fucking headphones on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I started I started this episode in your corner. Great speech, by the way. Great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Who are you talking to? You, Josh. <laughs> I'm going to push back a little bit because 91, 98, Scream 2, Beauty and the Beast, sure. Silence of the Lambs, Shakespeare in Love. I think we are living in a time in the last few decades where we're redefining what a best picture is. Where there was a year where with a little more support, the best picture of the year could have been Mad Max Fury Road. And that is not a movie that would have beat Shakespeare in Love or Saving Private Ryan in 1998. So I do think more than a period drama or a war film are able to encompass a perfect well-made best picture but we are talking about 98
4: easy with mess with the timeline there doctor strange we're talking about who should have won in 98
2: well you are the one that was like what's your favorite movie this one instead and i think that's that, what i'm that's, saying that's, that's Th- a different time
4: that was directed towards these two yahoos in the middle you asked me no i'm talking to these two yahoos okay me no Who's in your oh, middle?
0: Sam and Lacey. Yeah, Sam and Lacey. That
4: they, <laughs> Shakespeare and Love may be their favorite, but that doesn't mean it's the best
3: picture. Why can it be both?
0: It can be. It doesn't mean it has to be. It can be, but it wasn't. It, sh- it, wa- it shouldn't be.
3: Well, okay. To go on, kind of off of what you were saying, Josh, kind of how you were breaking it down, because I liked how you broke it down. It's kind of the best picture is technically the best production. What has the best of all of it, right? And I think in doing the categories we just did, there's an argument saying Shakespeare in Love does have a better track record than Saving nope, Private there's Ryan. there's an
4: exact argument saying Saving Private Ryan has the exact—we just went 50-50!
3: No, but here's what I'm going to say. I mean, this, is, this is my argument for it. To go to go, back, to go back in time. They both have good acting. We established that. They both have good direction. We established that. They both have good tech categories. We've established that. I think it comes down to the writing. And I think Shakespeare in Love takes the cake for that one. So it has the edge.
4: I don't think the dialogue is good in that movie.
1: Here's something I will say. Something we were talking about while watching Saving Private Ryan. I can't watch Saving Private Ryan and see myself in the movie. And I know I, I, I this, maybe not, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> do this. <laughs> There are so many service women who go into service and serve for our country, but I I said to Josh, watching this in high school, it did not make me go, ooh, I could do that. I could be a, a soldier. I could I could join the army. I do not have the cojones for it. it that doesn't mean that takes away from the storyline from any of the men in the film. Doesn't it doesn't take away from my my connection to them and empathy for them but what i can do in shakespeare and love is i can see myself (laughs) i can see myself throughout it in multiple different characters
4: well I, i mean with that argument it's the inverse is true for me though you know what i mean i could i can picture myself unfortunately especially when i first watched it as a 21 year old man right at that draft age i could imagine and put myself in their shoes and the horrifying situation they're in and then shakespeare in love i couldn't
2: you can't picture yourself putting on a production of shakespeare in love didn't you just say you started this saying you did Roman? <laughs> i that. think you
0: did <laughs> yeah
2: josh you'd
4: are... you <laughs> <laughs>
2: wait are we are you serious
4: I can't picture myself in Victorian England and that's what you're nitpicking? No, I'm saying th-
3: You can't picture yourself in World War Two.
1: That's, that's not what we're saying. Yeah.
2: Like the point of it is like they're putting I on a production it. of R and J. Why can't why can't you picture yourself in that era? In that era,
4: because I'd fucking die of a disease when I'm 13 after I had six kids. What are you talking about? All of the actors in that movie are too old, by the way.
2: Oh, here we go. Boy, you <laughs> in circles right now. What are you They're talking all...
4: about? No, I'm not. What are you What are you talking about? How is it so?
2: <laughs> I'm asking. What is the difference between I can see myself in World War II when you were not thought of, and I can see myself in I can't see myself in the Victorian era where you weren't also not thought of.
4: Why why is Lacey getting a pass on hers and I'm not?
2: I think hers is about not seeing women in the movie. There's no women in Saving Private Ryan except for my right. mother.
4: Yeah. She just acknowledged, though, the service women that served, and she acknowledged them and admitted that there are service women, but said she couldn't picture herself as one of them.
3: I thought she said that she didn't see any service women in the movie, which is why she couldn't picture herself in Saving
2: Private Ryan. It's not what she said, though. Okay. All right, I guess that's what I got from what you said. That is that is what I got, so I apologize.
1: That's also part of it.
4: I'm literally just flipping what Lacey said and getting fucking attacked for it. I don't understand what is. You're not getting
2: attacked. Relax. (laughs) But as someone who sees myself in neither movie, I don't think that argument is that strong. (laughs) That's what I'm
4: saying. I'm saying it's not a strong argument because I can flip it to my perspective relax.
1: Okay, it was a bad argument. I'm sorry. Cut it all out.
0: Nah, it's gonna stay in.
1: I see myself in Shakespeare in Love, and that's why I have a deeper connection to it, I think.
2: That's great. And
1: I don't care if you don't like it.
2: And there it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Period. I mean, yeah. I I don't have a big-ass argument other than I watched both of these movies back-to-back, and I walked away from it saying, I don't know how Shakespeare in Love won the Oscar over Saving Private Ryan. That's literally it. That's (laughs) it. Like, I don't have, like, a huge argument as to, like, do I see myself in the movies? Do I not? Of course I fucking don't. But I think Saving Private Ryan is by miles a better movie. I think Shakespeare in Love is a great movie. I think it's a comfort watch movie. Like I said before, it's something that I would put on. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, it's Valentine's Day. I just want to put on like a slew of of romantic movies. And that would be one of them. But to sit there and think that it's Academy Award winning? Nothing.
2: See, that's what I'm pushing back on. That's what I'm pushing back on is the what is an Academy movie. Just because it's a lesser romantic comedy and it's not a heavy war drama dealing with a real world event it is dealing with real people doesn't mean that it's not as worthy of the title best picture and that's i think that's what i was saying about the last few decades i know that's not what you were saying josh but what an academy award-winning movie is means something different now and i i love that and i don't think that that should negate Shakespeare. this is not my vote but i don't think that should negate shakespeare and love from the conversation just because it's not a war movie directed by Steven Spielberg. That joke that Seth Meyers made at the Golden Globes, where he was like, The Post is about da-da-da-da, with Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, and they just rushed all the Golden Globes out. And he's like, not yet, not yet, not yet. Like, that's <laughs> why everyone's like, that's why everyone's like, well, how could Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan? Because that's obviously an automatic Oscar movie, and I think the conversation is finally moving away from that.
4: And you know what? Even if this happened now, I don't know why I keep bringing it back to 1998. Even now, fuck it. <laughs> Saving Private
2: right
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's yes. I i completely agree with you, Rashawn, because I do think, I mean, like, Get Out, that would have never been nominated in 98, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I totally, I, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. But I think it just comes down to, my argument just comes down to, I don't think Shakespeare in Love is as good as Saving Private Ryan.
1: That's literally it.
3: And that's fair.
1: And that's it. <laughs> that's And that's your piece. <laughs> and that's your opinion.
2: Why weren't you nice about my opinion? I'm sorry I attacked you, Josh. <laughs>
1: Because you're so aggressive with it, Josh. You're so aggressive all the time.
4: I'm smiling. I don't know what
3: you're
2: talking
1: about. Yeah, because it's a smug smile. Let's just vote. Sam.
3: My vote is with <gasps> Shakespeare in Love. Well,
1: duh. Why do you
4: pretend like there's so, so
3: dramatic build-up? I want to create a little suspense.
1: <laughs> Josh.
3: Shaving Ryan's private.
1: Shaving private Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mella. Saving
0: Private
4: Ryan. Lacey.
1: Shakespeare in love.
0: love.
3: Yet again. All right,
0: it's you, Rashad, oh my God. <laughs> once
3: again, it
2: comes down to you.
3: Let's
1: break some hearts, Rashawn. Didn't
2: I say at the beginning, neither?
1: <laughs> That's not an option now.
3: You did, and now you have to make a choice. You said you would wait till the end. Five votes on five
4: <laughs> categories, and we just walked away at a draw. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine <laughs>
2: Uh, what were th- what were the wins in best the round? Best writing,
1: Shakespeare in Love. Best tech, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Best directing, Saving Private Ryan. Best acting, Shakespeare in Love.
2: Oh, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> the best picture of 1998 is Out of Sight.
0: Um, <laughs>
2: don't do this to us. Don't do this to us.
0: <laughs> it's not an option. <laughs>
2: Okay, okay, so okay, okay, mad okay. at you. I vote for...
0: Oh my goodness.
2: Saving Private Ryan. You little Spielberg bitch.
0: <laughs> yes!
3: The only reason is because it was directed by Spielberg, and you know it. That's the only reason you voted for it.
4: Let's go, bitch. Let's go. Winning feels
0: so good.
4: Sam, I own you.
3: Let's go. Listen, Steven Spielberg made a better World War II movie five years earlier. So
2: Lacey, keep take that look off your face. I gave, I gave Shakespeare love. Did I not? I even shocked you, and I gave, I gave Shakespeare love. You gave it what? I gave it acting. I was the tiebreaker. You did, yes, you did.
0: You gave it dust.
2: And I gave it writing. Mm-hmm.
4: Lacey, I will. I want to remind you, if, if I can come to Rashawn's defense for once on the on in the in the show, <laughs> you expected Rashawn to be with me. The one you should be mad at is Carmella. Uh uh-uh.
1: uh. Carmella came into this episode and was like, I liked saving Private Ryan more. Very For true, Sean very this true. whole time has been like, ooh, I don't know. What am I gonna choose?
0: <laughs> Kinda did, dude.
1: Only to break me down. Yes. Yeah, Only to break my heart. In Let the this final be a lesson. Round. Let this be
0: a
2: motherfucking lesson. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Y'all were y'all were going ham on Carmella. All the while y'all paid me dust and I did what I fuck I wanted. So.
1: You did and it broke me. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> 3 to 2.
1: <sighs> week
0: after week breaking Lacey's heart. What's the final tally? I
1: you on your tally. <laughs> the final tally is I'm joining Envelope please and I will not be returning to WCA cuz clearly I'm not wanted here. No, we need you.
2: Sam, what, Sam, you, what you doing? Are you busy? <laughs> also, the deafening
4: silence when you said you were joining Envelope, please. Sam. <laughs> oh, no, the- I said yes.
1: Right? Right. Okay. I'm th- and I will say this is my resignation to all podcasting ever. <laughs> Goodbye.
3: Wait, say the true Show line. Good morning, good afternoon, in case I don't see you, good night.
1: Uh, I don't know what it is. I just,
3: oh, no, it's good morning, good and in case
2: morning. I don't see you,
1: good, good afternoon
3: and good, good evening, good or good morning. night. I don't know, fuck it.
2: Anyway, watch the show. It's somebody, stop me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Different, movie. Different movie.
3: Don't even!
1: Don't even! <laughs> Keep that in! Rashawn did a Jim Carrey <laughs> mask impersonation. It was horrible,
2: it was horrible.
1: Keep it in!
2: God
3: awful. Oh, Lord,
1: all right, well... Mm, 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 mm. Let's play a game. I want to
3: play a game. Alright, All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you went by an inch or a mile. Come on, I'm bored. I'm
1: bored. Play with me. me that. Okay. We have two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Southern California, where we lay our scene. We're going to be playing this a little... This game seems a little
4: one-sided when it comes to the movies.
1: What, Josh? Why are you commenting on everything I do?
4: Seems really Shakespeare and love heavy, and I'm not seeing a lot of Saving Private Ryan
2: influence. The fuck is she supposed to say? D-Day bitch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am.
4: Can one team be the Germans, maybe?
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my oh god. My god.
3: I mean, I guess I will. Whatever. I was like, the closest we got <laughs> is Sam.
1: Right? <laughs> <Hey, Ryan? laughs> Literally. I guess that's me. So we're playing Password. All right. Um. Uh, so the way that this game works is Rashawn and Carmella are going to be on a team. Sam and Josh are going to be on a team. What are you upset about?
2: I'm teamed up with Carmella. What the fuck? <laughs> yes! <laughs> My God, Shane.
1: I am going to give... One person from each team a secret word, a password. They will then have the opportunity to say one word as a hint to their partner to try and get their partner to guess their secret word. (laughs) Oh, Rashawn. If they do not get it on the first guess, it passes on to the next team and they then get to give the other teammate another word as a clue, and it'll go down along that way until the password is guessed. Josh, you'll be delighted to know, if you hadn't cut me off, each word is related to one of the two films that we talked about today. So those are your hints. I didn't,
4: me. I wanted to be clear, I raised my hand. I didn't cut you off.
1: <laughs> Should we play a practice round, or are we just going to go? Carmella.
4: <laughs> you know, Mel, you know what password is.
2: Carmella, net up. <laughs>
1: Here are some rules, though. You cannot use a word that is associated or, like, uses the word in it. If the word was music, you couldn't say musician. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you can't use the word in your clue. No hand gestures. You can use inflections in your voice if you would like to. Yeah, none of that, Carmela. You can't see it, but it was dirty. Just, it was dirty.
3: (laughs) Can we say names?
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Round 1, the password is going to Josh and Rashawn. Rashan, you will be giving the first clue to your partner, Carmella.
2: Okay. Pressure's on. Shut up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm first.
3: You're
1: first. Yes. Okay. The password is Rose. Are you willing it to me
0: or what?
2: <laughs> can we get a timer? Can we
0: pick a word? <laughs> I'm trying
2: to will a little bit.
1: I'm so sorry. Okay.
2: I'm trying to think of the perfect word. McGowan.
1: Five, four.
0: I'm trying to think like. Oh. Rose.
2: Damn it.
1: Well done, Rashawn and Carmella.
2: Because I was going to say
1: stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs>
2: That would have bombed.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
4: That's not a, that's not a good one. That would have been a terrible one. You would not have guessed rules <laughs> with that if he went stupid.
1: All right, round two. Sam and Mella. And this time Sam gets to go first. The password is poison.
3: Oh, balls.
1: ooh hoo Um...
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> hard. <Shit. laughs> Ivy. Oh, poison. Yes
1: Well, thank done. God for you. Thank God for you. So we are at Let's a tie go. right now. 10 to 10. 10 points for each team. Round three. And this time, Josh gets to go first. The password is. Dog tag
4: interesting okay oh fuck okay
3: just remember this is me
4: I know (laughs) I'm gonna sit on my hands because I really want to use a hand gesture so I'm gonna sit on my hands identifier fingerprint good guess but
1: no okay okay well Ah. over to you neck neck
2: That was not not good.
1: (laughs) Four. Name. Nope. All right, Josh, back (laughs) to you.
3: Metal. Fuck. Oh, like a dog tag. Let's go!
0: Come on! Let's go!
3: Nice. <laughs> nice job. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. I forget that we were talking about movies earlier. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: well done. That was a good one. Round four. Sam and Mella. Mella, you get to start this time. The password is grenade. Okay,
0: Rashani. Bruno.
2: I mean, Mars.
1: Next up, <laughs> Sam.
3: <laughs> That's h- hilarious. Okay. Um, it's, it's between a couple of words.
1: Oh, uh, just pick one. <laughs> I want all of them. <laughs>
3: Narrating. We <laughs> get you a greatest hits. <laughs> um. Okay. Um launcher oh grenade yes god
1: nicely oh. done josh and sam
3: <laughs> bruno
1: <laughs> i love that <Nash. laughs>
3: that's so good
0: <laughs> i would have screamed if he would have gotten it
1: all right round five final round this round is worth double the point so oh boy. rashaun and Mela, you can still okay catch up okay fuck. okay Rashaun-y. um for this round I want you guys to pick who's going to be the clue giver and who's going to Okay. Roshawn.
4: Is that okay, Mel? Yeah. Sam, you've been pretty
3: good with giving clues, I think. So I think so too. I'll give. <laughs>
4: Don't. I won't hear no jokes.
1: <laughs> and because Rashawn and Mel are behind, they get to start this round.
2: Perfect. Okay. <laughs>
1: The password is disguise. Um Rashaun, I'm gonna start counting you down. Okay, okay,
2: okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Costume.
1: Theater. Not theater. Samuel.
4: He looks excited. So if I miss, we're in
3: trouble. Okay, you ready? Oh well, yeah, always. He's just remember what he said. You know. S- Spy. Disguise.
4: <laughs>
1: Let's <laughs> oh go, my. baby. Yes. No, yes. Oh my <laughs> yes. God. oh.
3: Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Thank God I won something tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Congratulations, Josh and Sam. You have won Password.
3: I feel very accomplished.
1: Wrapping things up, I think we can all agree that no matter which one you like more, both Shakespeare in Love and Saving Private Ryan are good movies that deserved nominations in 1998 for the stories they told. I think we can all agree that both movies have very good acting very good directing and i think we can all agree that this will be uh my sign off (laughs) for the night Good night. <laughs> and
2: I mean, after the after the vote, we all have to agree that the best picture of
1: 1998. No, so uh, is saving that's Private the way Ryan. the vote was.
2: That was not part of the bargain.
3: That
1: no. was not
0: the collect- on the
2: list. That's of our a collective tenorizer. result.
4: That's a democracy, Mama. 100. Uh, well, okay. No. Well,
1: Vershawn, Carmela, and Josh feel that Saving Private Ryan should have won Best Picture. Sam and I will be watching Shakespeare in Love again after we get off the mic.
2: It's the hill i will die on lacy lacy's gonna be back next week y'all she felt the shit
1: <laughs> sam thank you so much for joining us today i'm so glad i had somebody else uh in my corner and i did not have to do this alone thank you absolutely i, I will you.
3: always die on the hill with you lacy forever
1: <laughs> let our listeners know where we can find you what you and rants have coming up next on envelope please
3: Absolutely. You can find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are in the 90s now, which is crazy. We've been doing every Best Picture winner so far and we're already up into the 90s. Um, You can follow us on social too, at Please Envelope and the Envelope Please on all platforms as well. Um, Yeah, that's where we are.
1: So thanks for being with us, Sam.
3: Thank you, Sam. Always, always. I will always come back whenever you want me to. you help me catch that fat dub, Sam.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we end each episode with a quick round of Six Degrees of Separation connecting an actor from this week's movie to an actor from next week's movie. So who can find the quickest connection between Gwyneth Paltrow and Michael Caine? Got it. Stop it. No way.
4: Mm, yeah. I was close, too. I was one away.
1: What? What the fuck? <laughs> Mel and I are over here. What?
0: What Rashawn?
2: Uh Gwyneth Paltrow is in seven with Morgan Freeman, who is in the Dark Knight with Michael
1: Caine. Nice! Boom. Go listen to our Dark Knight episode. Or don't. Or
2: oh! <laughs> I said I said some horrible things. <laughs>
3: Go listen to our Shallow Hal episode.
0: <laughs> Coming soon. Coming 2022. <laughs> soon.
3: I have not seen that in a
2: minute.
0: That's me and Josh's co-host episode. We're fucking sure. Oh my god.
2: The biggest discovery of this episode was Carmela's love for Shallow Hal. Favorite movie.
4: Little Jables, little Gwyneth P. Come on.
1: That's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and liked, subscribed, followed us, rated us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this in all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or if you want to tell us how much you love Shakespeare in Love and that Sam and I were right, that it should have won the Oscar, email us at whencinophilesattack at gmail.com. From Lacey, Mella,
2: Josh, Rashawn, and Sam. (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was included in that.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week for some holiday goodness.
3: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye Bye-bye. bye 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 now bye.